Genesis chapter 11. Now the whole earth had one language and the same words. And as people migrated from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and bitumen for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to the city and the tower which the children of men had built. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do, and nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. Come, let us go down there and confuse their language, so that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord dispersed them from there over the face of all the earth, and they left off building the city. Therefore its name was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord dispersed them over the face of all the earth. These are the generations of Shem. When Shem was a hundred years old, he fathered Arpachshad two years after the flood. And Shem lived after he fathered Arpachshad five hundred years and had other sons and daughters. When Arpachshad had lived thirty-five years, he fathered Shelah. And Arpachshad lived after he fathered Shelah four hundred and three years and had other sons and daughters. When Shelah lived thirty years, he fathered Eber. And Shelah lived after he fathered Eber four hundred and three years, and had other sons and daughters. When Eber had lived thirty-four years, he fathered Peleg. And Eber lived after he fathered Peleg four hundred and thirty years, and had other sons and daughters. When Peleg had lived thirty years, he fathered Ru. And Peleg lived after he fathered Ru two hundred and nine years, and had other sons and daughters. When Ru had lived thirty-two years, he fathered Serug. And Ru lived after he fathered Serug two hundred and seven years, and had other sons and daughters. When Serug had lived thirty years, he fathered Nahor. And Serug lived after he fathered Nahor two hundred years, and had other sons and daughters. When Nahor had lived twenty-nine years, he fathered Terah. And Nahor lived after he fathered Terah one hundred and nineteen years, and had other sons and daughters. And when Terah had lived seventy years, he fathered Abraham, Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Now, these are the generations of Terah. Terah fathered Abram, Nahor, and Haran, and Haran fathered Lot. Haran died in the presence of his father Terah in the land of his kindred in Ur of the Chaldeans. And Abram and Nahor took wives. The name of Abram's wife was Sarah. And the name or Sari Sari, and the name of Nahor's wife Milcah, the daughter of Harin, Haran, the father of Milcah and Issachar. Now Sari was barren; she had no children. Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haran, his grandson, and Sari his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife, and they went forth together from Ur of the Chaldeans to go into the land of Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. The days of Terah were two hundred and five years, and Terah died in Haran. Genesis chapter four or twelve. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. 
and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran, and Abram took Sari, Saria, <coughs> his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their possessions that they had gathered, and the people that they had acquired in Haran, and they set out to go to the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of Canaan, Abram passed through the land to the place at Shechem, to the oak of Morah, at the time the Canaanites were in the land. So he built there an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he moved to the hill country on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent, with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. And there he built an altar to the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed on, still going toward the Negeb. Now there was a famine in the land. So Abram went down to Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was severe in the land. When he was about to enter Egypt, he said to Sari, his wife, I know that you are a woman beautiful in appearance, and when the Egyptians see you, they will say, This is his wife. Then they will kill me, but they will let you live. So say you are my sister, that it may go well with me because of you, that my life may be spared for your sake. When Abram entered Egypt, the Egyptians saw the woman that was very beautiful. And when the princes of Pharaoh saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh. And the woman was taken into, taken into Pharaoh's house. And for her sake, he dealt well with Abram. And he had sheep, oxen, male donkeys, male servants, female servants, female donkeys, and camels. But the Lord afflicted Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sari, Abram's wife. So Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this you've done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister, so that I took her for my wife? Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. And Pharaoh gave men orders concerning him, and they sent him away with his wife and all that he had. So Abram went up from Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and lot with him into the Negeb. So Abram was very rich in livestock, in silver and in gold, and he journeyed on from the Negeb as far as Bethel, to the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Ai, to the place where he had made an altar at the first. And there Abram called upon the name of the Lord. And Lot, who went with Abram, also had flocks and herds and tents, so that the land could not support both of them dwelling together, for their possessions were so great they could not dwell together. And there was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. At that time the Canaanites and the Pizzarites were dwelling in the land. Then Abram said to Lot, let there be no strife between you and me and between your herdsmen and my herdsmen, for we are kinsmen. Is not the whole land before you? Separate yourself from me. If you take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if you take the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and saw the Jordan Valley was well watered everywhere like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, in the direction of Zor, 
This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot chose for himself all the Jordan Valley, and Lot journeyed east. Thus they separated from each other. Abram settled in the land of Canaan, while Lot settled among the cities of the valley, and moved his tent as far as Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were wicked, great sinners against the Lord. And the Lord said to Abram, after Lot had separated from him, Lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are, northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land that you see I will give to you and to your offspring forever. I will make your offspring as the dust of the earth, so that if one can count the dust of the earth, your offspring also can be counted. Arise, walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I will give it to you. So Abram moved his tent and came and settled by the oaks of Mamre, which are at Hebron, and there he built an altar to the Lord. Genesis chapter 14. Uh, this is the story of the battle of the nine giants. In the days of Amraphel, king of Shinar, Irak, king of Elisar, Shordalomar, king of Alam, and Tidal, king of Goim, these kings made war with Bera, king of Sod Sodom, Bersha, king of Gomorrah, Shanab, king of Admah, Shimaber, king of Zeboim, and the kings of Bela, that is, Zor. And all these joined forces in the valley of Siddim, that is, the Salt Sea. Twelve years they had served Shurdolomer, but in the thirteenth year they rebelled. In the fourteenth year, Shurdolomer and the kings who were with him came and defeated the Riphium in ashtaroth Kurnem, the Zuzim in Ham, the Imim in Shavah-Karathim, and the Horites in their hill country of Seir, Sarir, Sarir, S-E-I-R, as far as El Paran, on the border of the wilderness. Then they turned back and came to En-Mishphat, that is, Kadesh, and defeated all the country of the Almakites and also the Amorites who were dwelling in Hazazon Tamar. Then the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Adamah, the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is, Zor, went out, and they joined battle in the valley of Zidim, with Chardalmor, king of Elam, Tidal, king of Goim, Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Irok, Ariok, king of Elisar, four kings against five. Now the valley of Siddim was full of bitumen pits, and as the king of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, some fell into them, and the rest fell to the hill country, and the rest fled to the hill country. So the enemy took all the possessions of Sodom and Gomorrah, and all their provisions, and went their way. They also took Lot, the son of Abram's brother, who was dwelling in Sodom, and his possessions, and went their way. Then one who had escaped came and told Abram the Hebrew, who was living by the oaks of Mamre the Amorite, brother of Ishkal and of Anir. These were allies of Abram. When Abram heard that his kinsmen had been taken captive, he led forth his trained men born in his house, 318 of them, and went in pursuit as far as Dan. And he divided his forces against them by night. He and his servants and defeated them, 
and pursued them to Hobah, north of Damascus. Then he brought back all the possessions and also brought back his kinsmen, Lot with his possessions, and the women and the people. After his return from the, de from the defeat of Chertelamor and the kings who were with him, the king of Sodom went out to meet him at the valley of Sheva, that is the king's valley, and Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God Most High, and he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram by God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abram gave him a tenth of everything, and the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the persons, but take the goods for yourself. But Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted my hand to the Lord God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth, that I would not take a thread or a sandal strap or anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abram rich. I will take nothing but what the young men have eaten, and the share of the men who went with me. Let Anur, Ishkal, and Mamre take their share. Genesis chapter 15 After these things the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Fear not, Abram, I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. But Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me, for I continue childless, childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, Behold, you have given me no offspring, and a member of my household will be my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, This man shall not be your heir, your very own son shall be your heir. And he brought him outside and said, Look toward the heaven and number the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your offspring be. And he believed the Lord, and he, and he counted it to him as righteousness. And he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out from Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess. But he said, O Lord God, how am I to know that I shall possess it? He said to him, Bring me a heifer three years old, a female goat three years old, a ram three years old, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. And he brought him all these, cut them in half, and laid each half against the other. But he did not cut the birds in half. And when the birds of prey came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. As the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell on Abram, and behold, dreadful and great darkness fell upon him. Then the Lord said to Abram, Know for certain that your offspring will be sojourners in a land that is not theirs, and will be servants there, and they will be afflicted for four hundred years. But I will bring judgment on the nation that they serve, and afterward they shall come out with great possessions." As for yourself, you shall go to your fathers in peace. You shall be buried in a good old age, and they shall come back here in the fourth generation, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. When the sun had gone down and it was dark, behold, a smoking firepot and a flaming torch passed between these pieces. On that day the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your offspring I give this land from the river of Egypt to the great river the river Euphrates, the land of the Kenites, the, Kiz the 
Kenizzites, the Catamanites, the, Hiz- the Hittites, the Perizzites. Perizzites, the Riphaim, the Riphaim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Girgishites, and the Jebusites, and I apologize for all the name butchering.